What's good? I'm Zay Moore, and this is another episode of the Zay Something Podcast, the podcast that promotes growth through conversation. So sit back and listen while we say something here on the Zay Something Podcast. Uh, welcome back, and what's good, y'all? Um, I'm not even sure if I can start it with saying, but uh, what's good? Because lately it doesn't seem like there's too much good going on. Um, but I did want to check in with y'all. I was planning to come back anyways. Um, but I don't know, man. I just, it's on my heart to, to speak to y'all a little bit. So bear with me. Uh, this isn't going to be a super produced episode. It's not going to be, uh, um, I don't know. It's probably not going to flow the way that the old episodes used to flow. Um, partially because I don't have Juma with me. Um, but also because I I just want to speak to y'all about what's going on. Um, so first and foremost, I, w- I just want to say thank you to the listeners that are still subscribed. If you got this notification, you're a real one um, because I have not posted since February. And I think I took that episode down. So really, there hasn't been an episode since uh, October of last year. It's almost a year, y'all. So I missed y'all. Uh, you know, I, I can't go without saying that. But thank you so much if you're still listening on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. I really appreciate you um, for still being subscribed, for still tuning in, for still, you know, just rocking with the boys. So um, we appreciate y'all. And I say that on behalf of myself and Juma. Um, as y'all know, Juma is my co-host for the new listeners. Um, Juma is the co-host and she will be back. We will be back podding together. But uh, right now. I live in Illinois, and she's still in Minnesota, so yeah, we could do the remote podcasting thing, and we're working some things out, um, so that might be something to look forward to in the future, but <sighs> the reason I'm here today is to talk to y'all about what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, so um, I know I haven't given y'all like a, a super in-depth life update, but I do live in Illinois now. Um, not in Chicago, north of Chicago, actually closer to Wisconsin. And I'm about 30 minutes or less from Kenosha, Wisconsin. So this whole situation uh, is kind of close to home. Um, the kid who. So, you know, what? I'm just I'm just going to what happened. So what happened was uh, Jacob Blake was uh, he's 29 year old black man. He was. Uh, trying to break up or de-escalate an altercation between two women. Uh, police were called. They arrive on scene. Um, and then the footage just shows this man attempting to leave. And he was, you know, briskly walking back to his car. Um, but this was a situation that had nothing to do with him. He was de-escalating, this, you know, de-escalating something. Um he's like, you know what? I'm out of here. You know, he probably panicked. He had his kids in the car. Um, people react uh, hastily, if that's a word. I believe that's a word. Hastily when they are, um, when they're panicking, when they're, you know, you're just trying to hurry up and get out of here. He's moving fast, whatever. Um, I guess the police assumed he was going to the car to obtain a weapon and potentially fired at them or whatever. Um, so they shot him in the back seven times. Um, 
paralyzing him from the waist down. And he, but he lived. He did live. Thank God for that. So that happened uh, a few days ago. I don't know. I work overnight, so I, I the days just kind of run together. I just get information, and you know, I just attribute it to whatever moment that is. So I don't know the exact date of when this occurred, but um, it happened a few days ago. But that happened, um, and since then, people are protesting. People are rioting. People are sick and tired of the same situations happening with unarmed black people. Um, and I'm sick of this shit, too. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not laughing because it's funny, it's just, it's so fucking irritating to, to wake up to news like this all the time, especially being a black man, especially living less than 30 minutes away from this situation, um, and it, honestly, the, the, the location really doesn't matter because I still identify with it because I have black skin. I'm always going to be looked at a certain way. I'm always going to be prejudged on my intentions or my actions because of how I look, because of somebody else's interpretation of what my skin color means. So seeing this, seeing this stuff happen all the time in the news, um, seeing it happen literally right outside your front door, seeing this time and time again and nothing being done about it it's frightening it's terrifying it's infuriating so yes people reacted people are protesting um people have been protesting ever since george floyd uh rest in peace to him and yeah so they they start protesting of course, um, looting and rioting starts. Um, people burn down a correctional facility building. I can't I can't remember the exact building. Um, sorry, I'm not super prepared today. I just wanted to to get something out. But uh, yeah, I uh, so so that happened, and you know, not I'm not I don't condone looting. I don't condone you know random acts of violence in response to and then justice although there's an angle of this that i can see is warranted and i can understand i can empathize with the people who are reacting that way i me personally i don't condone it but i understand you can't poke somebody you can't poke a lion and then just expect it to just chill at some point somebody is gonna get ate whether it's the person that's poking or somebody who just happens to be in the cage at the time this lion is, or tiger is angry. I'm not saying it's all right, but it's understandable. <laughs> um, so that happened a few days ago, like I said, and the riots and protests have been going on for the past couple of days. And then last night, um, a kid by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse. Well, let me get his exact name real quick. Um, bear with me. I apologize. But, 
17 year old kid lives in Illinois. He's not a Wisconsin state resident. Yep, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, he's a part of what's been found out is he's a part of a militia group um, called Kenosha Guard. He's a cadet and aspiring police officer. Um, and he has an extensive criminal history or criminal record. Um, and he's only 17 just of disorderly conduct. And, um, I think there was a move, a driving violation or something like that, but, um, disorderly conduct, disobeying police orders. Like he basically, he seems like a wild card, not the type of person you want patrolling, uh, securing and you know being and serving your streets your neighborhood he's not that person you don't want him but um like i said he was an aspiring police officer um but what he really is is a thug if you want to call it what it is he's a thug um yeah sorry i'm just reading some stuff but yeah he uh moved from i believe gray's lake illinois which which is not far from where I live at all. So he traveled from Grays Lake, Illinois to Kenosha um, at age 17 with an assault rifle to protect businesses. And I have air quotes around protect uh, the businesses from looters and rioters. So there's a few things wrong with this situation, right? Um, one, he's 17 years old. He's not of legal age to own or possess a firearm in the state of Illinois. Not only that, he traveled across state lines to protect property. Um, I'm not 100% sure of the Wisconsin law um, like with, uh, with a concealed carry or protecting property um, by means of force with a, with a gun. I know in Minnesota, you cannot protect property with a firearm you can protect yourself in self-defense um and that has to, like the firearm has to be your last resort um when protecting yourself but you cannot protect property so that means if somebody was breaking into your garage and you had a license or permit to carry a, a firearm and you were at home if they were in your garage tampering with your car stealing stuff from your car stealing stuff from your garage vandalizing whatever you cannot protect that property with your firearm so if you were to shoot that person you could potentially go to jail for uh for premeditated or yeah premeditated murder it might be murder in the first degree because you went you went seeking <laughs> um to harm somebody that was on your property i know it sounds weird but y'all can look this up it it you cannot protect property if somebody was in your house and you were home and they broke into your house, that's a completely different story because they're in your house, your life, you can argue that your life was in danger and you can get out of that, but you can't protect property. If you come home and somebody's rummaging around in your house, you can't, the The thing to do is to leave. You're supposed to get away from the house and call the police. You can't pull out your gun and go into the house because then you're seeking to harm somebody. Your life was not in danger. You had, you had, you were at will to leave. Right. So this is Minnesota law. So, again, I don't know what Wisconsin law is, but if it's similar, you can't protect property with a firearm. 
it's not it's not legal it shouldn't be you know it's not legal under under those under those uh concealed carry laws right so um and again i don't i, I want to stress this i don't know wisconsin law so if somebody hears this and wants to combat it go right ahead because i don't know it i don't know wisconsin law but i'm speaking from minnesota terms now back to this he's from illinois 17 years old in, in illinois um travels across state lines to wisconsin to protect property with a firearm and assault rifle um he should not have that weapon not only should he not have that weapon he should not have gone across state lines with that weapon that is illegal it, it's not legal so and and the the fact that he was able to be out there walking openly with this firearm was able to shoot one person in the head point point blank range and then injure two other or kill two other people um or shoot two other people I'd rather I believe it was two dead and one injured um but he he shot two other people when they were trying to disarm him after he had just shot this person in the head point blank range so he was able to do that and then still walk past police like nothing happened and a, and a police officer i believe on one video uh thanked him for his presence like you you know your presence is is needed dude is 17 years old y'all nobody's gonna ask him you know is he licensed can i see a permit can i see an id something like no, and the reason, and it's not the fact, you know, this happens all the time. People forget to ID people all the time. People assume people are, you know, of age to I don't know, drink or to buy cigarettes or whatever. This stuff happens all the time. But my point with bringing this up is, we don't get that same assumption. We we're, we're actually assumed on on the opposite end. We're always assumed to be doing something negative. To be assumed. <laughs> Oh, my God, this is crazy. Jacob Blake was assumed to be going to his car uh, for with malicious intent to, to get a, a pistol or some, some, some type of firearm to use against police, a firearm that did not exist. But it was assumed that this is what he was doing because he's black. That's the only explanation. Because Kyle Rittenhouse can run the streets with a fully loaded assault rifle and nobody assumes he's doing anything wrong this is the problem and if you can't see that then you're part of the problem it's very simple people very very simple got into an entire argument with somebody with a couple people on um my facebook page and i i promise you i do not like doing this I, I don't do this. I repost whatever and people comment under and I just like I just like shit because I'm not I'm not engaging. But the levels that people would go to to justify a wrongdoing is astounding. I literally watched this dude comment on the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse thing and say uh, this one sentence, the caption and the caption read something like, uh, the 17 year old murdered you know two people at the time two people um it was known that it was two people so murdered two people um 
in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he was like that one sentence uh, give. Do you think that one sentence gives the entirety of uh, what happened? And in the same post, and I'm not going to go through like the entire argument, but in the same post, somebody else commented with this dumbass picture that was irrelevant, saying that one of the guys who were shot had a pistol on him. What does that have to do with anything if the guy was shot before he drew his pistol? Just because he happened to have a pistol when somebody else was actively shooting random people at a protest doesn't put him at fault or make it justifiable that he got shot. The person who was shooting at random people is the person at fault. The fact that I I happen to have a gun on me at the time is irrelevant. But he found he looked at that post and then automatically jumped. Oh, look here, here's more detail. So this is why this happened. And you know, uh, he was he was acting in self defense and all this extra shit. No. Because and I, I gave the analogy, if you were in a Walmart parking lot, somebody starts shooting, you happen to get shot later. It, somebody finds a picture of you laying on the ground with, you know, your gun holstered on you and then post it online and say, oh, he would, you know, this person should have been shot because he had a gun on him. What? Where's the correlation? If somebody's randomly committing a, a terrorist attack. And I happen to get hit and I happen to have something on me that could have protected me during that terrorist attack. How am I at fault? How am I? How is it justifiable that I got shot, that I got injured when there's a terrorist committing? (laughs) Come on, y'all. Like, I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't I will never understand the levels that people will go to 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 prove a stupid fucking point, an irrelevant point. This is all about morals. And then at the same time, every time I would come with more facts, he would say, oh, I'm just going to wait for more more news to come out because it just happened and I don't trust cable news, so I'll wait till my news sources cover this, um, and I'm sure they will in the next few days. So, yeah. Okay, so you want more details on to... to potentially justify Kyle Rittenhouse but at the the fucking a picture with no words of a protester that was injured during the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting you don't need any words you don't need more information on that you already have your opinion you already have the conclusion why is that why and nobody can explain that to me, right? But I know. <laughs> so I, I don't like I just wanted to again, I just wanted to get my thoughts out on this matter. Um because I think it's bullshit. I think uh there are far better de escalation tactics that you can implement when dealing with somebody who's trying to leave if you want them to stay and find out more information to them. So Jacob Blake should not have been shot seven times, um, actually reportedly eight times because his dad posted something saying that it was actually eight. Um, but seven or eight doesn't matter. Seven or eight too many. They could have tackled him. They could have grabbed him. You know, They could have made it uh, so that he didn't have didn't get to that car didn't do anything to 
to make them suspicious of what he was about, you know, uh, intending to do. I work as I work as security in a hospital and I have to de-escalate all the time. I don't have any weapons. I don't have anything to protect myself. All I have is my words. And thankfully, I'm pretty decent with those. So I know how to talk to people and calm them down without it resorting to violence. Yeah, sometimes we have to go hands on with people, but far less. And I'm talking about with, with people who seriously aren't mentally there. Aren't, you know, don't have the wherewithal to say, maybe I shouldn't act like this. Or, oh, security's here. Maybe I should calm down. No, I'm talking about people who are medically and mentally ill and have no regard for anything. But I'm in a situation where I don't have anything to rely on. I don't have a gun. I don't have a taser to rely on. So I have to use my words. I have to find a way to, to connect with these people. And notice, I'm saying people. I don't look at them as thugs. I'm not, you know, pre-assuming or coming into a situation where I have an assumption on who this person is based on how they look or their diagnosis. It's a person. We were put on here. We were given language. We were, you know, given the mind and the the emotional capacity to to connect with people. So I use all of that to connect and de-escalate and deal with situations without it resorting to violence. Why can't our police do that? Why? So Jacob Blake should not have been shot seven times, seven or eight times. And Kyle Rittenhouse should not have been able to walk freely with an assault rifle at 17 years old. It just doesn't make sense. It would never make sense. Um, and this this stuff is so, it's so terrifying like it's infuriating and terrifying front nah, terrifying all in one because like I, I i literally i before i started this episode i was like all right i'll do it a little later um but i was gonna go to the store and, and handle some business um i had to get some stuff for the house or whatever um that's irrelevant but i got in my car i drove out of the parking lot and I'm not exaggerating. I'm not here to exaggerate. I have no reason to exaggerate to y'all. Um, I'm just, again, just speaking my truth, my opinion, my thoughts. Um, I'm driving out of my parking lot and my chest tightens up. All of a sudden, I'm having trouble breathing. And I deal with anxiety. I've, you know, I've dealt with like minor anxieties it's nothing diagnosed nothing serious nothing i have to be medicated for but i know what a panic attack feels like and i started having a panic attack and i, I i'm not doing nothing but driving i'm in my car about to go to walmart to pick up some stuff to work on you know this this spare bedroom that we have um and I couldn't go. 
I promise you, I, I, I turned around, hit a U-turn through a parking lot, and I went back in to my apartment complex because I'm not I'm not going nowhere. Right now, it's 929 at night. Um, I started this episode about 24 minutes ago, um, and I left out at like 8.57 or something like that when I got in the car, and turned around, came back in the house. Didn't make it a block. Couldn't make it a block because I'm terrified. It's nighttime. I'm black. I'm trying to go to the store. I don't want to be that story. He was just going to Walmart. I, you know, I and it's it's terrifying, man. So, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. Um. Yeah, I don't know how y'all feel on it. I know everybody has their own opinion. If you want to reach out, you know, if you have my social media, feel free. Um, if you are in a in a similar place like I am, panic, anxiety, you know, just being truly scared, uh, reach out. I am here to talk to y'all. Um, talk. I want to talk to anybody, honestly. Um, if you just need somebody to share your thoughts with, or um, just bounce some information off of somebody, just or t- like literally to get your mind off. We can talk about anything. It doesn't even have to be the situation. I just I, I understand the importance of talking to somebody when you when you're going through stuff. And right now, the whole world is going through something. We are in the worst times that I've lived through in in my 27 years of life. Um, Yeah. So reach out. Um, My Instagram, my Twitter is I am Zay with three underscores. Um, you can send an email to the Zay Something Podcast email address at Zay Something Pod at iCloud.com. Um, Facebook, and I'm not giving y'all my Facebook, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you actually, I will give my Facebook if anybody wants to talk for real. Isaiah Moore is my real name, y'all, most of y'all should know that, um, but yeah. I'm here to talk, and outside of this situation, I will be coming back with more episodes, more content. Um, I'm going to try to get on a more frequent and uh, consistent basis. I'm not sure if I want to do weekly or if I'll do bi-weekly just because I got full-time school. All my classes are online right now. Um, I work overnight, and I work at a hospital um, during this fucking COVID-19 pandemic. So, uh, you know, there's overtime available and, you know, there's a lot going on at work um, and just in my personal life. So I'm not sure what the schedule will be like for this podcast going forward, but I do have a a lot of great ideas that I want to implement into this. um, And I I really want to come back like this is dope to just be doing this. Um, I hate that I'm doing this under, you know 
under the pressure of everything that's going on right now. But, you know, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy that y'all listened. If you did listen, if you didn't, I understand that too. Um, I'm not faulting anybody if, you know, if you fell off or you unsubscribed or whatever. Um, But I promise y'all I will be coming with more consistent content for you. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. And my name is Zay Moore, and this has been another episode of the Zay Something Podcast. I can't really do shit because they got me handcuffed. It's okay, mommy. I can't believe they just did this. I'm fucking, fucking, ah! It's okay, I'm right here with you. looking at the data and we know that police somehow manage to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country or we will restructure their function and ours. Let's take a moment to stand and observe the hell we live in. No matter how hot a fire, it never melt the system. Some could help but didn't. We fill up the jails and prisons. You don't believe that's a business, only yourself you're kidding. But now they're killing our people, it's all on television. Them cops went home to their people, turn on the television. I tell my son, careful what you learn on television. He 15, he don't know what I mean. Don't know about yet. Doubt and suspect, outset to controlled outlets from those who don't want to let us out yet. Land of the free, the home of the brave, nah. Can't let us be, we've grown from slaves It's there if you wanna read, I mean it's all on the page Say it's police, I just know when it's racing That's thrown in our face Maybe I'm lost, signs are vital to me Sandra Bland didn't come off as suicidal to me Y'all play around thinking we on safe ground They killed Tamir Rice and his rights right on that playground Eric was selling cigarettes, I can't breathe It was said the bigger threat, he was a nigga, I bet But listen, last year I went to church with my mother Faye We sat behind Miss Gardner and it was Mother's Day She sat strong inside, I cried for her. My eyes tucking the water as I was hugging his daughter Philando Castile told him he had a weapons permit Was murder moments after without a complexion permit That's bloodshed with his daughter in the car I'm only upset for our sons and daughters tomorrow Question, how many cities we gotta march through? Signs we gotta hold up, or are they trying to provoke us? Cause when them nines load up and landmines blow up And the crime don't slow up, they'll chime in and say they told us Or is it only a crime when done by Poe us? Fool for thought, my mind don't run off of cold cuts Roaring evident, out and was off heaven sent Recorded negligence, they just ignore the evidence It make it seem as if we in y'all way Maybe the government is governed by the NRA That will make a disease capital And need a capital They even legalize for the capital But be black, selling the street They get mad at you, casually clap at you It's Uncle Sam saying taxes due our epidemic systemic Black Panther fist at the Olympics They just condemn it, hold up Said the Klan marched in Piedmont Even worse, they were protected by police arms And Baton Rouge is pictures of them in riot gear It tells me they know it's plenty reason to riot there Yet we just keep on praying while still feeling it Racism still alive, now they not concealing it Revamp shackles are gone, now we get house slippers And all us millionaires are the house niggas I ain't the only ones naked to urban outfitters White people seeing us they even down with us. They saying let's make America great again. I'm curious, what time would you like to place us in? Were we degraded then? Did they enslave us then? Or is it ignorant for me to even say again? If it's civil war, then what are we civil for? If this is freedom to y'all, you better get us some more. Here you go.
this invention called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations, then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. fruit.